Welcome, everyone. This is uh, Sean Eakins. I'm the general manager for the Sacramento Natural Food Co-op. Um, today, I'm here to talk about uh, the Co-op Scoop. It's our audio podcast, and we're going to be featuring interviews with farmers, food artisans, co-op movers and shakers, and even some bakers. Every week, we intend to bring you a large scoop of food knowledge, highlighting one of the most bountiful food regions in all the land. Hello, everyone. This is Sean Eakins, General Manager from Sacramento Natural Food Co-op, back again with a version of our co-op scoop, kind of getting into the holiday season now, and uh, I wanted to get one more awesome interview going, and I'm here really today. I'm excited uh, because I've uh, recently discovered this product, but um, it's uh, Cult Crackers. Uh, It was founded in 2017 by Birgitta and Diana. Um, they've been sharing their organic nutrient dense crackers that can now be found in over 300 stores. And we are lucky to be one of them. Welcome, Diana. Thank you, Sean. Happy to be here. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, you know, they get to meet the folks that make this delicious food. So I, uh, you know, that was kind of the part of this podcast was, uh, you know, this all happens last year and, uh, you can no longer shake your farmer's hand or your producer's hand. And I felt like, how do we at least get a voice out there and uh, and hopefully one day actually do some live video uh, podcasts. But uh, right now, I'm happy just to be able to speak and let uh, our, our customers uh, and our members hear from our makers. Thank you. Thanks for letting me tell my story. Yeah, totally. And, uh, and speaking of which, uh, just how did Colt Crackers start and uh, where did that name come from? So we started in 2017 and uh, Begitta and I met through our daughters. They were in school together in Berkeley. Uh, And Begitta, who is Swedish, um, makes an incredible cracker and she used to bring it to school events and everybody would say, this is incredible. (laughs) It's all this. That's Um, awesome. And so Begitta reached out to me and I have a culinary background and uh, she asked if I would help her bring it to market. Nice. And yeah, we um, did a lot of recipe testing and realized we had a really good product. Um, And the name came about um, because in Sweden, Begitta will tell you, uh, there's a huge cracker culture. Right. Um, So the Swedish grocery stores have aisles of crackers um so that's where the name playing off the cracker culture in sweden yes no that's a, i love it and i love uh, i did see i, I was going to mention too uh, i guess she had been selling pans was it family business oh, and right. so, i love the little quote there that you have on your site forget the pans, sell the crackers <laughs> yeah i think um, yeah. you're on to something at that point <laughs> yeah. um she was selling these wonderful ipinium swedish pans that it's her family business, and um, she would bring the crackers and the pans uh, to trade shows, ovenware, bakeware, trade shows, and as you said, <laughs> and sell those crackers. Yeah, that's so, so cool. Well, and you mentioned your food background. Um, how did you get into food? And uh, you know, and now were you planning ever on like doing something like this, or just kind of fall in front of you? So I grew up in a farming family in California. My grandfather, father, and now my brother um, ran a a family farm um, in Southern California. And so I've always been around food and grocery stores. Um, 
and I went to culinary school. I cooked for a while in San Francisco, a couple of different restaurants. Uh, so I had the, the food background to, to be able to bring this. Yes. To the people. Well, and, and speaking, uh, on that, I know the challenges there with being organic and gluten-free, um, and I know there's a lot of ingredients that make up your crackers. Uh, how hard is it, you know, to, uh, just kind of stay organic, gluten-free and source the things that you need? Yeah. So we decided from the beginning we were going to be organic. Um, so that was our North star, uh, and finding organic ingredients we have nine ingredients six seeds and our cornmeal corn flour and cassava flour and um, that wasn't as difficult as finding the organic and the gluten-free yes um uh, <laughs> you find cornmeal and the corn flour um, because you can find organic or you can find gluten-free but they're usually milled in mills where there is uh, gluten right so we find it um we have it milled for us in oregon oh okay <laughs> It shipped down and, nice. and right even more challenging uh trying to bring in those ingredients um ordering and freight takes yes. up a lot of money. yeah um, i can uh, imagine i think we're all feeling that right now it's uh been a been a wild 18 months no doubt yes <laughs> yes uh, and then you also work with uh, berkeley kitchens um, which is just a community of small food producers there in berkeley um, where you make the crackers, um, what, what can you talk about, um, with Berkeley kitchens and just your experience working with that community of people? Um, so one of my culinary school, um, friends is in the Berkeley kitchens and she helped get us in. So it was a, um, a gluten-free, uh, muffin producer, muffin revolution. And they were oh, yeah. in there. Um, wonderful team. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Begitta and I just started recipe testing at night. We subleased their kitchen at night uh, and we recipe tested for a couple months. And then they moved into a bigger space in Richmond and we were able to get in. Um, so there's 15 small food producers in our building. We each have our own individual kitchens. Nice. It's just a wonderful community. When we first started out, we couldn't order uh, pallet size. Um, and so people would allow us to stack on their orders and or help us order right. ingredients. Um, yeah, and with, when we're recipe testing, we go around and ask our kitchen neighbors. <laughs> and we, when we were in our first year, we shared a kitchen space with Bread Seriously. Mm -hmm. Yes. They subleased from us, and I call them our angel investors. Right, Because uh, yeah. they, they, they shared, shared space with us. Um, and I learned so much from Sadie. Yes, very cool. Yeah. So one thing I think I've found um, in like just good food, organic food and the movement as a whole is everybody roots for each other. Everybody like is out to support. I, I found that so amazing, especially after spending so long in corporate world and going to different events and seeing where everybody was kind of like just trying to knock off the next person. And it just amazes me when you go to the good food shows or the fancy food shows and just the relationships you see there. But um, time and again, I hear stories of these relationships that people work together to help be successful. And it's nice to, nice to see. <laughs> yeah, I think we all know how hard it is um, to get that product on the shelves and keep it there. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, we, we cheer for each other. Awesome. And then something you did uh, not too long ago, uh, you transitioned last year to um, packaging your crackers in recyclable pouch uh, pouches. 
Um, what were your thoughts there on that transition? And then I believe you're one of the first uh, to do it with this specific um, company, right? Okay. With the recyclable. Yes. So um, besides being organic, we also wanted to be sustainable. That was one of our um, guiding principles from the very beginning. So we started out in a compostable deli container. Uh, which we didn't realize would melt in high heat uh, at the farmer's market. It would um, shipping Southern California would melt and then yes. our fresh. Um, it also didn't keep our carcass fresh for very long. So we don't use any shelf life extenders, no packets, right. no um, everything's natural. Uh, so we realized that we needed to graduate to something a little more uh, stable. So we, we're still testing uh, compostable because ideally we'd like to be in compostable, yes. but it, we just can't find um, a container that will keep the crackers fresh. Right. Uh, and um, so we found this, this, uh, this container or this pouch that can be recycled uh, in industrial facilities. So it's not ideal, but it's yeah. what we know. Um, and we're hoping somebody will come up with a, a good compostable pouch. Um, we also sell our crackers in glass jars. Um, yes. To Berkeley, so that's another option. Yeah, I think um, they, uh, they look nice uh, merchandised in the glass. And I know even that during this last uh, 18 months, hard to find glass. It's hard to find yeah. a lot of uh, products. So, yeah, I'm sure it'll come around. I'm hopeful. We're almost to. Uh, 2022 and not to look too far ahead, but, uh, I feel like I want to have hope. I, uh, you know, I think we've the last, uh, last year, I know everybody was kind of in a different headspace. I feel like so far this holiday season, it feels a little bit lighter. Um, yes. I know there's things going on, but I still feel like people out and about are just in a different, different space, which feels pretty good this holiday so far. So gives me some hope here going into the new year. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then you also have some other certifications. Um, could you tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, so we have the um, How to Recycle certification, and then we're certified organic by CCOF. Okay. Do you, um, with Oregon, do you ever, uh, are you doing some selling in Oregon with uh, your product? We are in a few Oregon stores, yes. I know they have their own, uh, I believe, uh, Oregon, is it Tilth, that does... Uh, are you uh, ever interested in that or just uh, imagine one no. organic stamp might be enough? <laughs> yeah, I think one organic, they put us through the. Yeah. So, yeah. And CCOF is, their bar is very, very high. Yes. So. Totally. Well, and I think uh, it is, there's so much resource too, though, when I drive through and visit like Oregon and Washington and I lived in Idaho for a couple of years and, um, Again, go back to the hopeful. All this rain is definitely uh, be nice if we were not talking drought all the time. But uh, I don't know if this is going to be enough, but at least it's uh, promising. So and I, I kind of blame it on a uh, change the doors out on my Jeep to uh, tube doors. So there's no windows or anything. And I swear a week later, we start getting rain. So um, if I had known that was all it was going to take. <laughs> Um, and then you mentioned your values, you know, and I think what values have you built your business around and, and what are you most proud of? I know we've touched on a few and, um, you know, mentioned your daughters earlier, which I think is very cool that you're both, you know, women owned business, you're entrepreneurs, and now you have daughters that get to see you build this business. And uh, 
just, yeah, if you could just touch on that a little bit. Yeah. So that's also really important to us that our daughters get to see us uh, working hard, growing our own business, working for ourselves. They come in, they help, uh, they used to help us at the farmer's market. Um, my daughter's summer job was coding our website map. <laughs> she learned how to code and then. That is really cool. <laughs> um, and Begita's daughter, Johanna comes in and helps package. So yeah, it's their first jobs. Yeah, no, I think that's so cool that they get to work in the family business. So, um, and what, another value of ours that's yes. really important is care of our employees. Um, so, we are very small business. We have four employees, okay. but for uh, healthcare, so we awesome. um, they're taken care of, and we just started offering paid holidays and paid time off. Oh wow, so that was important. And we're all women as well. So we're women owned and women powered. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and then I, one thing I'll ask, cause I'm sure, uh, everybody wants to know, are you working on any new, uh, products te- just testing anything or, uh, looking forward to some new flavors, uh, potentially? Yeah. So we are testing a cranberry buckwheat cracker that I Ooh. think is going to be there. That does sound um, good. <laughs> it's nice and toasty and a little bit of sweetness. Uh, from the cranberry. Um, and right now we're trying to source that cranberry, dried cranberry uh, without sugar. Right. So we just fruit juice, sweetened organic cranberry. Um, that's what we're working on right now. Nice. That does sound like uh, a potential winner. <laughs> and then I'll ask you too, what's your favorite uh, cracker currently? So my favorite is the classic seed uh, with cornmeal and corn flour. It's organic non-GMO corn meal corn flour um i just like it for the nice earthy sweet flavor and brigitte's favorite is the cassava oh nice i do like that one too that's delicious <laughs> that's our um, bestseller oh okay nice yeah. love it so and it's also grain-free besides being gluten-free right um we didn't set out to make a gluten-free vegan cracker but they it's naturally gluten-free and vegan um and then the cassava is grain-free very good. Yeah, the cassavas uh, definitely come on as a more, uh, I guess, ingredient in demand, So, which is uh, yeah. pre- pretty cool. Um, and then I'd ask you, too, not just favorite crackers or any kind of pairings that you like to do uh, specifically. So I love uh, avocado and sea salt on the cracker, especially the classic seed. Um, any kind of soft, creamy cheese is really good on it. Uh, cottage cheese, almond butter, yes. very good. Um, and then I'll, I use it many different ways. I'll put it as a as a crouton in salads. I use the crumbs up. Yes. Uh, I've made uh, cheesecake crust out of the crumbs. Oh, nice. That would be good. <laughs> yogurt instead of granola mm-hmm. with fruit. Um, yeah. Nice. And I think I told you I love to pair it with some of the cowgirl cheeses, so Mount Tam, which goes good with many things, but it really I thought it tasted really good with your crackers. So I kind of envision yeah. like even rolling it around in some of the crumbs, you know, make like your own little uh cheese ball there. <laughs> but That's uh, well and I think too, you know, right now we're going into uh, you know, the holiday season and what a cool cheese board that would make too, you know, with uh with your crackers. So and think we talked about you know just the texture of the crackers i was uh surprised that they held together so well that was my first kind of like are they gonna not just crumble and they don't they they stand up to the test 
yeah, a lot of seeds. It's 75% seeds. So yeah, they, they hold up. Yes. Well, and, uh, I think, uh, for me, is there any, um, I know we talked a little bit about it, but is there any other challenges you see as well? You know, I know we're talking about hope, but any other challenges you see in the new year, uh, that might be ahead? Um, you know, I think supply chain is just, it's out there. I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. Um, and it, it, it keeps me up at night yes. wondering, yeah, is that pilot coming in? Um, how long is it going to take? So I think what's happening is people are ordering larger quantities. They're ordering right. sooner, escalating that, the, the problem. Yes. I know uh, we're doing a couple little, uh, even just little remodels or upgrades here on some equipment and even ordering equipment. If you're not ordering it ahead of time, you know, it's, you're talking six months, nine months out. It's, right. uh, it is pretty wild. And uh, yes, the, uh, I think the panic buying though on product and goods is definitely still a thing. It's still an issue. So, but uh, hopefully we'll see that maybe release a little bit after the first quarter. So. I hope uh, so. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll uh, we'll ring in the new year with that hope. Um, but uh, well, hey, I know you've got a lot going on. I just uh, very appreciative that you joined us today, um, and I look forward to hopefully having you come in and do some sampling at some point when we can uh, talk to people and see faces would be uh, amazing, um, and not masks. I know, uh, you know, but those little samples you send, I think we've been able to do some passive sampling and. Um, use them at our event which we did get a lot of great feedback on so which uh, we very much appreciate that as well and uh, look forward to talking again soon great thank you sean thank you have a happy holiday and uh, new year you too happy holidays take care bye bye